welcome to You Are The Magic. I'm Alexis Jane, founder and CEO. I help my clients build bulletproof confidence to build the life of their dreams by creating boss babe mindset and strategies that actually work. I believe you are the creator of your own destiny with courage, determination, and deep desire to change your world. Anything is possible. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to You Are The Magic. I have a beautiful guest on the show today and I love, love, love her story and her journey and all the things from her tuning into her intuition and really following what she was guided to do. Her name is Lisa and she works with energy. She's an intuitive and I'll get her to tell you who she works with and her beautiful, gorgeous story about how she got to where she is right now. Hi everyone. Thank you, Alexis, for having me on. So I'm a spiritual medium, which means that I was born with the ability to heal energy. So I can see what you're holding on to, why, what we need to do to clear it and what we need to do to reprogram that space. Because otherwise we keep bringing that same stuff into that area because it's comfortable. So I work with career driven women who are just ready to hit that breaking point. They're exhausted, they're overwhelmed, and what they're doing is no longer working. And I help them reset by getting their head, their energy, and their life on point. Oh, I love that. I love that. And everything, I'm getting on goosebumps. So tell us your story about how, I really love this, that you had two classes to go and you decided to completely change your world, completely change your life. And everyone in your world thought that you had gone a little bit crazy in your decision making. (laughs) Yeah, they they thought I was insane. I think that they really thought that they should lock me up and figure out what was going on. (laughs) So I had two classes left to finish my nursing degree and I was being guided, very strongly guided. I can see myself actually doing the work that I do today. But at the time, back in 2002, there wasn't really a a coaching market. Like spiritual mediums were just kind of like these like you know, it was an unknown thing. It was nothing about what I was stepping into was known. So I really was stepping in this new train that nobody understood. And I understand that they were trying to support me and help me and they wanted me to be successful. And they thought I was just making a crazy move. I was leaving what was safe, what was known, what they understood. And I was completing something totally different. And so I got so much backlash, not only from my family, because my grandpa was an engineer for NASA and my grandmother was a nurse, you know, back in the day, but also from my, my future in-laws, like nobody understood what I was doing. I was so close to having my nursing degree, being a hospice nurse. And all of a sudden everything shifted and changed. We were moving from Columbus to San Diego and I was starting a business where we knew no one back when there was no social media right? There was no LinkedIn. There was no Facebook. There was no Instagram. There was no TikTok. There was nothing, right? It was back in the day where you needed to know people to grow a business. <laughs> and that's what I was guided to do. And that's what I did. And I'm still doing the same work 18 years later. I love that. And I really want to dive deeper into the non-social media world, because that just seems so far gone that there was no social media we're talking about it the other night with my dad how when you wanted to actually have a conversation with somebody you needed to call the landline and if they were not home you couldn't get in contact with them because there was still no pages and so how did you build your business 
moving to a foreign city with mm-hmm. no one that you knew, what were the actions, what were the things that you did? Because I think this is really super powerful in knowing how in this world of social media and non-connection, how to reconnect and do the things to make that connection with people that you don't know, whether it's online or whether it's offline. So what were the steps, what were the things that you did to build your business in in a time that it was an unknown industry that you were stepping into? Coaching was still just starting to become a thing. Plus you were intuitive and doing something that was a little bit woo-woo-ish that mm-hmm. you People don't really, still people don't really understand it until they actually experience it and they're like, oh, now I get it. So people have always been drawn to me. And I know that that's not a good marketing thing at any point in time, <laughs> right? You know, whenever I work with any of my coaches, they're like, what do you mean they're drawn to you? Like, they're, they're drawn to me. Like, the people that I'm supposed to work with, they're, they're, they're drawn to me. They're like, I need help getting back on my best path. I need help being fixed. And like, they just knew that I could help them. So back in the day, what I would have to do was I would put flyers on mailboxes, like, cause the mailboxes were grouped together in the community that I lived in. And I would put flyers, like I'd have to go to the copy store, get printed flyers, put them on the mailboxes. And it was just slowly over time, just, you know, meeting with people and they liked what I did. And I would give them a free session back in the day, right? Like I don't do that stuff anymore, but I would give them a free session and I was constantly proving my worth and then I can do what I can do and I can see what I can see. And that's how I really stepped into discovering like that this wasn't even just for me, but all of us are, you know, we're proving our success wound. You know, we're trying to do more and create more and be more and more, more, more. And so I spent a lot of time proving myself almost to the point where that was just my reality. And I was just working all the time and I was always on and you're right. Like there was no texting, like people would have to call. You had to have an actual business phone and, and I would answer that at any time of the day. Email was around. So thank God for email and we would email and I was always on and I was always available. Right. And so that's how I started my business because I had to prove like how I was different from therapy. I had to prove what a coach was. I had to prove that I had these intuitive abilities. So it was, it was a lot of proving in the beginning. And now when I look back at it, I'm like, wow, that was exhausting. You know, what, how different would it have been if we would have had social media and all the things that everybody has now to help them promote their businesses. But back then it was a lot of just referrals and word of mouth and like your website was everything. And the websites didn't do anything. <laughs> Right. Because <laughs> we got to go back. Like they weren't as sophisticated as they are now. There was like no funnels and landing pages and all that stuff. So it was, it was really about like getting out there and hitting the pavement and meeting people and connecting and going to networking meetings and, and things like that. Totally different than how it is now. I really, I love that you put flyers up. And one thing that I really want to dig deeper into, which you said, and this is something that I think when we understand this, it's super powerful. You said people are all, people are drawn to you because your energy is clean. It's clear. You know what you want. If you understand who you are and everyone can be a magnet to the people that they want to be drawing into their world. How would you explain what, what's the process? Do you actually really understand what your process is to have people drawn into you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't used to, 
I used to have no idea. I used to have the belief that my people are just going to find me. So I, I had that belief. Okay. So that's huge, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because if you think I have to do all of these things and I was doing all those things because even though I am intuitive and woo, I am very logical. So I'm, I'm a different kind of intuitive than a lot of what's out there. Like I have to have some sort of strategy to go along with, you know, Me the too. I, love stuff. That. I yeah. can't just have like abundance. <laughs> I'm not just laying on my couch, just thinking like, okay, I'm drawing people into me. That's a part of what I'm doing. But like, I've always showed up and I've always done something so that way my people can find me. Right. So I do teach in, in different coaching programs besides just my own, you know, how to allow that to come in. So you have to have some sort of strategy. Your people have to know who you are and what you do and how you can help them. You have to know what you can do and how you can help them. Otherwise they don't, they're confused and they're not going to buy confused. mind never buys. Right. And then the other part is that you've got to do some daily energy work. You know, people like to talk about, you know, daily gratitude journals and starting their day in a positive place. And, and that's great. But what do you do once that goes away? Right. Let's say that you had breakfast and you got, you know, you get a bad email or the day starts to fall apart or things aren't working out how you want them to or whatever that, awesome stuff that you did in the morning isn't continuing anymore because that's not your vibe anymore. You're giving off a different vibe. So I always am telling people like you have to let go throughout the day. And I'll give you just a quick example, right? Let's pretend that my water cup here is chocolate milk and we got that chocolate syrup all along the outside, right? And it's thick and it's just our stress, our worries, our fears, our negativity, whatever it may be, things that people have told us, like you can't do this or whatever. That's there. I can pour white milk into here, right? Because that's how you make chocolate milk. I can pour white milk into here all day long, which is positive energy. But if I'm not cleaning my glass, that positive energy can't stick. So we have to do letting go throughout the day. So when we get triggered or frustrated or angry, we need to recognize it and not say, okay, I'm going to store this to deal with later. And what's later? When's later? <laughs> when's when later? That's right. <laughs> when you explode over something that had nothing to do with what you were upset about, right? And so we have to just constantly be aware of our energy and what we're creating. Because we can't say, I'm ready to receive all these amazing clients. And then two seconds later say, oh my gosh, I have no money. Everything's falling apart. Or I'm ready to create all these amazing clients and then I don't deserve to have success. Like if I go back to my childhood, I'm not allowed to have abundance. So I, I just, you know, if we're constantly putting our foot on the gas and the brake, we're not going to go anywhere. So it's exhausting. Abundance practice. Oh, it's so exhausting. It's exhausting because I have been there before. And it's exhausting and it's that push-pull energy. It's like, I want this. No, I'm not allowed to have it. Oh, I want this. No, I don't. I'm not allowed to have it. And then you go to bed and you're like, I need to be on. I need to be looking at my phone in case someone sends me a message. And then if they send me a message, I'm going to have to reply to them straight away because I need to book them in to have a sales call so that I can make money because I don't have money. And then this noise in your head is just... Mm-hmm. And I really love how you said that you've got the logical, you need to have that strategy. And I was talking yesterday to a girl who I'm also, I'm working with her team to do some stuff, but they've got a business coach as well as me doing the energy stuff. And you need both of it. You need to have the energy work and you also need to have the strategy side of things to be able to really feel fulfilled within yourself and really understand. And one thing that you said is that you believed that the right people would come to you and you had a solid knowing in that. And when you have that clarity and you've made the decision that you know that that's going to happen, it shows up. 
And at what point did you start to fully understand that you were in the vibration of, under, sorry, when did you start to really know the process that you had to attract the people into your world? Well, I think I've done it my whole entire life, but I don't think that I realized that it was a process until like maybe 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because it's, it's like anything. If somebody doesn't say this is a table, this is a computer, this is a phone, like our mind doesn't know how to categorize it. And so it doesn't. <clears throat> and so, you know, I started teaching this stuff. I mean, back in childhood on the playground, but I didn't realize that it was my process until people would ask me questions. And I realized I had to break it down when I had to write my books, when I did all these other things. And I was like, Oh, this is the process that I teach all the time. I just, (laughs) it was such an intuitive part of what I was doing. I didn't realize that I was teaching a strategy for energy work. It was just so naturally a part of me. Yes. So automatic. And that was, (laughs) I've always been quite intuitive. And if I want something, I get it. And I've always known that until that moment I was told (laughs) how do you manifest how do you get what you want I don't know I just decide (laughs) that I want it and I get it so then I started to put too much pressure on it and then everything that I wanted I wasn't getting because I was trying to focus on the process and I was doing things that I wouldn't have normally done I'm like it's not showing up as fast (laughs) as it should be I know how to do this and it's not working and because it was so natural and normal to do that I want this I'll get it and it's just that simple and I think that then we get put too much pressure on ourselves to really go through the process and go oh what am I doing and it's just like you have to pull yourself up on it um so I I just love love talking about energy stuff and strategy and all the things so in your journey to where you are now who are the clients that really light your soul on fire and what are the results that you've gotten for your clients so the people that have really lit my soul on fire are the people that are at their breaking point where what they're doing is no longer working right and you just keep hitting this wall and hitting this wall and they want to do something different but they don't know what that is those are the people that i love to work with because they're ready to make a change like you have to be ready Like that's one of the questions I ask people before they work with me, like, are you ready? Because we are creatures of habit and we like to do the same thing over and over and over again. We don't realize that that's the definition of insanity, that we're doing the same thing and expecting a different result. So I really like to help people that are like, what I'm doing is no longer working and I don't know what to do. How do I get back to this lifestyle that I envisioned for myself? And then that's what I do. It's, it depends on what, you're, what you envision for yourself. I have one client who envisioned herself having a six-figure business. And within two years, now she's looking at creating a seven-figure business. I have clients that have left abusive relationships, you know, and they, that's a really hard thing to get out of. And so that's a different thing. They don't care so much about money. They just want to get out of that relationship and, and reestablish their worth and that they are love and they are enough and that whatever they did that no longer has to drive them, you know? So those are other people that I like to help. And I like to help people reclaim their time and their energy. Like we, those are our most precious commodities and we don't pay any attention to them. We're just like, Oh my gosh, we're so busy. I just don't have the time. Everything's going crazy. And then you don't have time for your relationships and all these other things. And you're like, what am I doing? So I really help people get back to that lifestyle that they envision for themselves. And it's a little bit different for everybody, but we all have this idea of freedom and, you know, what that means for us. And then we get so stuck in that hamster wheel 
of doing more, creating more, being more, making more, 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 more. And then we're like, wait, that's not fulfilling. That's not where I want to be anymore. So that's where I really come in and help all my clients. Yeah. And I, in regards to freedom, everyone's version of freedom is completely different. Mm -hmm. Not one person has the same, well, they might be similar, but free, what freedom looks like to somebody and what they want their life to look like is something completely different. Some people want to have that life of the jets, the massive mansion house and the butlers and all of the things. And others want the time freedom and to have financial freedom, to have that, to have ju- enough money in the bank account so that they can choose to decide to go buy a new car if they want to without having to think about it. And they don't be able to go on their holidays. So I really love that you help them create what that freedom looks like for them because everyone's idea of it is completely different. And I think that's one thing that people get stuck in is that hamster wheel is I see that person over there doing that. And it looks like they're doing more and more and more when, when you really peel back all the layers, they've got a team behind them. They're out doing what they want to do. They're out doing the things that they love to create time freedom because they've built a team and automation to do the things. And we compare ourselves so much going, Oh, this person's doing that. And we're scraping the bottom of the barrel to time, money, all the things. And we're in that feast famine and we're really not enjoying ourselves. And that's one of the biggest things that I love helping my clients with as well. I feel that we do very similar things in regards to helping our clients, just listening to you uncover and unpack where you're at. So what, when you said earlier in regards to, I really loved the chocolate milk analogy with the the syrup on the outside because it's it's so true I know that I've caught myself before having a beautiful morning routine and I've done all the positivity of my meditation and all the things and then bam (laughs) something happens (laughs) nowhere it just comes out of nowhere and you're like everything that I just did this morning it's gone (laughs) (laughs) and it's like recalibrate recalibrate and how what is your process that to, for yourself to help you recalibrate, to re- release and let go so that you're more in flow because those things do happen and mm-hmm. it's a part of life. So what's your process? So I'm really the queen of letting go. And when I wrote my first book, there's 40 pages to letting go and people are new to me or if I'm at an event or whatever, and they're like, how do I know when to let go? It's an, in, it's an intuitive process. And like my superpower is being able to become one with you to know what you're holding on to and why. So you have to be able to be objective. And so many times that's where we fall because we're not able to see what's guiding us, what's driving us and still supporting us. We're not able to see that when I just got triggered by this thing, what it was really setting off and triggering within me. So throughout the day, I'm constantly bringing in white light, which is God, love, universe, source. I am letting go throughout the day in so many different ways. Like it's such a natural process to me. Like as soon as I start to feel something come in, I'm like already like, what is it? What do I need to do with it? And I'm letting it go. And I'm like, is it just here? Is it another life experience? Like what else is it affecting? Right. Because we have to be constantly clearing. But then once we clear, we have to refill with positive energy. Because like I said earlier, we're just going to keep trying to pull things in, whether it's patterns or beliefs or fears or other people's opinions, whatever it may be. So then we got to refill with positive energy. So sometimes if I'm 
you know, in a stressful area, like if I'm stuck on the freeway in traffic or if I'm in Costco on a crazy day or something, I'll find myself without even trying to, I'll be saying, I am peace, I am calm, I am free. So it's just this whole component of, you know, bringing in the white life, creating a safe space, clearing out my energy as needed throughout the day, not just having a, a routine that I do at the beginning and the end of the day, right? I call those bookmarks that don't do anything. But like throughout the day, and then as needed throughout the day, I'm bringing in pastel colors to support an area. And I'm using those I am statements to really help my body be in that optimal balanced place. Because balance, as you know, it's a pendulum and it's swinging. So our goal is to get it as close to the center as possible. That's where we feel the best. So that's what I do. I love that. And when my clients first start working with me, that's what I, it's, I didn't actually realize until this moment that we're actually talking about it. That, but that's what I help them do if something comes up and you're triggered send me a message because it's getting them aware that they're they're triggered and then we can move through it so that I empower them to move through as we're going through our coaching that they don't need to get in contact with me as much because they're already understanding their patterns and their processes of how they move and shift throughout the day because I don't like them keeping and holding on to that energy till the next week until we have that conversation because by then, it, like you said, it's suppressed and then it's, it's, an, it's an explosion and then mm-hmm. it gets twisted and turned and it's actually not a true representation of what actually happened in that moment because days have gone past and layers have gone on top. Mm-hmm. So being in that moment and I actually find myself the other day, it was very funny, my daughter said to me, Mum, <laughs> ain't talking to yourself. <laughs> I go, yes, how did you know that? Because <laughs> I was going through a moment and I was saying the universe is always supporting me. I'm always loved. I'm always supported in every moment. Everything is going to be okay. Everything is fine. And I must have been moving my lips or something, but she's quite energetic because I can feel it and see you doing it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't realise I was doing Kids it. Kids are so receptive. Kids and animals, if your kid is telling you that they're afraid of the dark, they're stuck in the dark. As a parent, don't just be like, it's all fine. It's, you know, I, my daughter has a friend who's 18. My kids are older. They're 16 and 17. And one of their friends is 18, right? And he was just telling me, like, he's afraid at night because they just lost power from the high winds in California, you know, fires. And so they lost power. And he was afraid to sleep because he couldn't make any sound with his fan, which is what he normally does to block out the dark. And he's afraid of the closet. So he couldn't sleep until 2 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, well, that's been going on your whole life. I'm like, this is what you need to do, right? Because kids are so receptive to energy and they're learning from your patterns and what you're doing, whether you're aware of it or not, right? That's why they say you're going to marry your dad. The boy's going to marry the mom, like, because you follow those family patterns and those things and whether they're shaped through your childhood or through what your parents are saying or whatever it may be, your caregivers, that creates your reality. So here we have this 18 year old who's afraid of the dark. Still, because nobody addressed it with him when he was a child. But don't worry, I took care of it. He's in outer space now. <laughs> so I was like, we can't have that. We can't have that. We got to fix that right now. <laughs> so that to my ex-husband the other day, who was having a freak out. I'm like, I do actually do some energy work. I can clear some stuff around that. And he kind of dismissed it a little bit. But I'm going to go revisit it. <laughs> well, people have to be ready. Like, he, he had to be ready. Like, he's 18. He's going off to college in the fall dark is going to be like part of your life, right? There's 
daytime and there's nighttime and like you've got to learn how to to address this and handle this and and clear that energy so that way it no longer has power of you like we have to stand in our power and really at the end of the day that's what i help all my clients do they don't want to hear that they think that they're already in their power but but what they realize (laughs) in working with me is like that i wasn't standing in my power and i was handing over my power and i was bending to other sources of energy or people or whatever and like I stand in my power. So how can you stand in your power? Yeah. And I just, I want to go back to just clearing the energy out in every moment of the day. And it's something that I've, like I said, I've just really started to implement in my daily routine is game changer. It's huge. Cause I was finding there's a morning and a nighttime routine and that's great. Like you said, they're bookmarks. Bookends. <laughs> Bookends. <laughs> if you're not, if you're not doing the, if you're not doing the work continually throughout the day, what is the point? Because there is so many different elements. You're, you're driving, you're having conversations with people, you're taking on other people's energies that aren't yours and you're like, oh, what's going on? I know that when I go to the mall, I come home feeling exhausted mm-hmm. because I'm picking up on other people's energies and it's in, you know, you're in all of that crazy light and all of the things and, yeah, just learning and knowing how to release and let go. So what's a book that you turn to, a quote, a person, do you turn to yourself? What's, what's the things that you love to inspire you? I tune into my intuition every single time because it's going to guide me in the right path. It's going to tell me, like I'm constantly tuning in and what do I need to clear? What do I need to do? What's my next step? You know, when somebody sends me a connection call, I, I tune in constantly. My, my intuition is everything. Everything else is external, right? We can have books and we can have crystals and we can have all those other things. But what if you're like, you get stranded somewhere and you don't have those things? You always have your intuition. You can always connect with your intuition. I love that. You're the second person that has said that is tuning into self. And I love it. It is. It's coming back in yourself and being resourceful within yourself and having the resources to, and this is one thing that I'm working with my daughter at the moment is being reactive and being responsive. If she doesn't get what she wants, she's massively reactive. I'm like, that's great. But how can we be more responsive in that moment? How can you just be quiet and still? It's not the answer that you wanted. How can you be quiet and still and really tune into how do I respond to this in a higher level way opposed to screaming and crying and carrying on and throwing a tantrum yeah that's not going to go well in her teenage years (laughs) (laughs) we want to change that (laughs) another good thing to think about is like just because we're exposed to energy this is huge because everybody's like i'm an empath and i pick up everything and it's exhausting just because we're exposed to something doesn't mean we have to take it on that's what i'm talking about with my clients like just because the energy is out there doesn't mean you have to allow it in Instead of just taking everything in because it's presenting itself to you, do I have a desire to take this in? Is this energy going to help me? Is this going to raise my vibration or is this going to lower my vibration? And once we lower our vibration, we all know it takes some time and energy to get it back up. So what am I taking on? Why am I taking it on? And I learned this as a child. Am I supposed to take this on? Because when we take on other people's Mm -hmm. stuff and they didn't ask us to take it on, they're not ready to change. Do you know what we do in that moment? We double the energy. So now they have it and I have it. And then I'm walking around carrying their stuff until I figure out that I'm carrying it around and I clear it. And then as soon as they walked away from me, they were like, where's my stuff? And they put it back. 
So we really want to pay attention to energy. It's like the missing component. Like we don't talk about it, but like energy is everything. Energy is everything. And if anyone has ever seen any of my posts on my Facebook page, it comes up quite a bit. Energy is everything. And to add to what you just said, one thing I like to ask is if is this expansive or is this constrictive? And I help my clients who are learning energy create a, a beautiful rose gold energetic bubble around them to protect themselves from other people's energy and only allow things in that are loving. And when you do, so at the end of the day, I when I have a shower, I like to feel, <laughs> I always find this really funny, I think of samurai swords going all around me and cutting off any energy that does not serve me and I just allow it to flow down into into back into the earth and ground myself with the water. Do you have any kind of processes that you take yourself through at the end of the day, oh, just yeah, in case my... you are holding onto something that does not serve you? I am letting go completely throughout the day from the moment that I wake up, I think even in my sleep until the moment I go to bed and my husband will be like, why does it take you so long to get ready for bed? It's because I have a whole <laughs> process. I, I, I stop, you know, being on my phone or social media or anything, you know, I would say at least an hour before I even go to bed. And then I'm brushing my teeth and I'm washing my face and I take my shower and, and I use the water as I do like the white light and I just let it flow through my body and any tension or any stress or anything that I'm holding on to, I just, I let the water wash it away. So it's just that whole process. And then I'll do I am statements like, you know, I am peace. I am calm. I am ready for bed. And literally when my head hits the pillow, I will go to sleep. So if my husband wanted to talk to me, if he wanted anything else to happen, that has to happen before I like get into my position because then I'm out. And he's like, you literally, your head hits the pillow and you are out. And I'm like, yeah, because my bedtime routine is my whole wind down process. I'm not trying to read a book before I go to bed. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm, I'm going to bed. And so I want to be in as good of a space as possible. And I also do my abundance work at night before I go to bed. So that way, you know, that's kind of in that realm I'm in as I go to sleep. So it's just this whole process that I do to be in that really good space. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for being a guest. I could sit here and talk to you for hours upon hours around energy because it's it just lights my soul up and I just love hearing other people's journeys and how how you do what you do. So how do people get in contact with you if they want to work with you, if they want to get one of your books? What are all the things that you have on offer and how do they find you? So you can find me at my website, Lisa Gornell, G-O-R-N-A-L-L.com. My books are on Amazon. And so I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Facebook. I have hundreds of videos on YouTube. So if you go to my website, that'll be the hub that'll take you to all the places that you want to go. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And is there anything in closing that you want to say that we haven't mentioned yet um, that might be useful? Yeah, I just, just pay attention to your thoughts because your thoughts create your words, your words create your actions, and your actions create your energy. So really just, just get to that root and say, is this still makes sense? Where does this come from? You know, and, and if it doesn't work anymore, you can rewrite your story in any moment. It's so easy. You just, you just shift in your pivotal moment. So don't keep thinking like, well, this happened in my childhood and this is just going to keep driving my mindset and my energy and everything. No, you have the power to reset and change your life in any moment. My life works out perfectly. So beautiful. Thank you so much.
for spending this time with me today. It's been beautiful. This is another beautiful episode of You Are The Magic with Lisa. Thank you so much for being my guest. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. We have come to the end of another epic interview. If you would like to see more of what I am up to, head over to my Facebook page, Instagram, LinkedIn, and let's connect. Because I love gifting people who are dedicated to their transformation, when you like and tag me in an episode at the end of every week, I choose one lucky listener to have a free session with myself or one of my guests. Thank you again for tuning in. I am Alexis Jane. Remember, you are the magic.